Section 8 of Dear Godchild. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Phil Chenevere. Dear Godchild by Marguerite Bernard and Edith Sorel. Section 8, Letters 34 to 36. Greenville Falls, November 18, 1917. Dear Godchild, How are you? I got that Mr. Teddy's letter and I was going to answer it, but I didn't know just what to say, so I gave it to Miss Betty, and she said she would answer it herself. And you needn't worry about my twisting his nose and sticking my finger in his eye, because if you like him I will leave him alone for your sake. I had quite a good birthday. Miss Betty found out when it was, and she gave me a bully party, but we had a fierce time getting sugar. You know Mr. Hoover, the new minister I was telling you about? Well, he has got real excited about sugar, and he has told the shopkeepers they must only give one pound to each family, and Miss Betty, she wanted more than that to make my cake, cause she said it is hard enough to cook with things, but it is the limit to cook without em. And she didn't know what to do until she had a bright idea. She sent Molly to Butler's store, and she got some maple syrup and mixed it all up with the sugar and a lot of other good stuff and I had a bully cake. It was kinder soft to have candles on it, but Miss Betty made it all herself, and that is more than your Teddy did, and it was a bully cake just the same. And she let me ask Dinky O'Dell over to have some, and we had hot chocolate and a first-rate time. I am sorry your sister didn't like the poetry. Some people don't know a good thing when they see it. Carl O'Dell has writ to Amanda, and he says, I am writing this in the midst of falling shells and bombs bursting in air, and if ever I come out all right, little girl, I'll come back to you. Carl O'Dell must have been sent to the front pretty quick all right, as he has only been gone two weeks, and he says he has a lot of inside inflammation, but he is afraid the censor will cut it out. And now I come to the business part of this letter. For one year now I've been your godfather, and you have been my godchild, and we have hit it off pretty well, I think, and now the year is drawn to a close, and next month, it may be, all will be ended between us. Little girl, what I have been wishing you would do for Christmas is not a scarf or a slipper or anything but this. Will you be my godchild for another year? I guess maybe you might do better for yourself and get a more classy godfather. I don't seem to be much good at school somehow, and I guess that Mrs. Yankett was right when she said what she did about my spelling being fierce. I guess maybe you write better than I do, and I know that Mr. Teddy does because Miss Betty saw his letter, and she said it was a fine letter. Somehow, I guess Monsieur Le Curé and Mrs. Yankett and all your friends write and spell better than I do, but I bet I can polish door handles and wash windows and sell mirrors and support you as well as anybody. Maybe I am cut out for plain business. And so I say, if you think you like me and would like to keep on having me for your godfather, say yes, and I will be much obliged. But if you think you would be happier with Mr. Teddy, dear godchild, why, just say so and never mind about me. I guess I can live it down. Your affectionate godfather, James P. Jackson, Jr. Paris, December 4, 1917. Dear Godfather, I say thousand times yes, and le bon Dieu give you benediction. 
Oh, dear Godfather, you did make the foolish when you believe I want veritable Monsieur Teddy to me adopt. He is full of gracious goodness, Monsieur Teddy, but he is not like unto you. He did not the work, and he beat himself not with red skins to succor me and give comfort in the modest interior. Mr. Teddy, very sure, will be one hero in the war, but you are already one hero with heart more big. And my dear papa, that did die for the patrie, is well content to behold that. We are loving the Amerique, but mamma and me say yesterday, there is not in the world entire a boy so much replenish of sentiment delicate like my grinning godfather. I can call you like that because your photograph is come. You are more beautiful than Mr. Teddy, and it rejoiced the heart to look upon you. Dear godfather, I will tell you Mr. Teddy is departing to the front. He come one day, late, and he say not he go away the to-morrow. He only sit by the stove, and take Jean upon his knees, and caress the hairs of gold. And he smile very nice, but speak not much. And when he go, he tell me very quiet. He have in his pocket one beautiful letter of the Miss Betty, and she is his fairy godmother, and you are my fairy godfather, and all things are all right, all right. You say all the time that word, you other Americans, all right, all right. Mamma say it is because you have confidence in le bon Dieu, and you know that he will make the bad world all over like that. All right, all right. Happy year, dear little godfather, permit one time that I embrace you very affectionately and shake your hand. Your godchild for life, André Leblanc. Dear Miss Secretary, after some consideration I have decided to keep my orphan for one more year. Of course she is still a girl and I wanted a boy, but she is used to me and I am used to her, and it might go hard with her if I left her for someone else to adopt. So if you would just put me down for one more year I will be much obliged to you. Yours truly, James P. Jackson, Jr. End of Section 8 End of Dear Godchild by Marguerite Bernard and Edith Sorrell